Frank! Mind Frank! Mind Frank! Are you ready? Not the chuddle. Chuddle. This movie sounds awful. I'm sorry, guys. Surprise! Whoa. Hundred butts. Kinky. Creepy pasta. Please. Doina. Can't say Teddy Spaghetti three times or else. Don't mention his name. Pastacle. A Ouija version of the stranger. Oh, that's fantastic. Hey. Out of the mist and into the fog, it's Chuddle the Pod. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Chuddle the Pod, where two dads and a dum-dum take a look at the curiously odd and macabre world of movies, mystery, and history. On today's episode, we look to the sky as I take us through a creepy file on West Virginia's Mothman. As always, I'm joined by my beautiful co-occupants of the pod. Go ahead and follow them on Instagram and Slasher at Shuttle the Ross and at Shuttle the Sam. How are you gentlemen Sup. doing tonight? Sup. What's going on with you, Sam? <laughs> if you hadn't noticed, I'm trying to say something when you introduce, after you say my name. I see that now. What's going on with me? Uh, let's see here. I, so after we watched our Halloween movies for the show, I hadn't seen all of them. I don't think I'd seen four through six and other ones I didn't remember anyway. So I uh, I went and watched all the Halloween movies, including the Rob Zombie ones. I've done all the timelines now and lived mm-hmm. all the lives. Whoa. The multiverse of Michael Myers. Michael Myers in the multiverse Verse of, of madness. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. it. So that was an experience. I think uh, half of them are fun, and I would watch them again. And the other half, I'm not interested in doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Oh, and I so, started yeah. watching Chucky. Oh. So. oh, I need to get on that train. I have heard such good shit about the Chucky series. Have you? All right, yeah. that's good. I'll keep it up then, because two episodes in, I'm like, I'm not sure if I want to keep watching this. <laughs> yeah, I've heard amazing things about it, but I have not jumped on the chucky train quite yet uh, it's on yeah. peacock 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's good to hear and uh ross how you doing tonight this uh, evening this morning I, uh, whenever you're I'm, listening this, yeah whenever we're talking at night whenever. it's when are you listening ross what are you I, li- yeah i, I want to talk to you when you're listening to it into the past well uh i kind of okay i didn't go film route which is off brand for me uh i went television I finished uh, all of Cabinet Curiosities, which was fucking fantastic, mm-hmm. and I'm Excellent. caught up on the newest season of American Horror Story, which is kind of is weird. It's, I'm on a weird ride right now. Is that the it's New York one? Of, is that the yeah. anthology one, or is the anthology one a spinoff? And this is uh, this is like the what, yeah main the, series, this is the whatever. main series. Okay, yeah, American Horror Stories plural. That season was like, eh, it's good, like. Filler killer, I guess. There was one. I've, there was a. There was a weird zombie one with Alicia Silverstone, which I thought was rad. I've only watched one season of American Horror Story and part of another. I watched the first one when it came out and was not thrilled with that. So I then I only yeah, watched I'm, some of the. There's like one in New Orleans or something that my wife watched. So oh I watched yeah, some the, of that with yeah, her. Coven. Yeah. yeah, it's uh some of the seasons work out pretty well, and then other ones it's kind of just like I'm a glutton for punishment. Like I've already started the ride, and the ride is just mm. not been fun but I, I have to finish the right because i'm a yeah. completionist yeah that kind of sure. that kind of sure it. yeah i haven't watched a single one so yeah. i have nothing <laughs> to comment there you go <laughs> there you go i've Dun-dun. heard what like hotel and the circus one or something like that i've heard those are good ones circus is pretty decent it's uh supposed to be like a stone throw away from you guys oh yeah well, yeah i'm in a circus town yeah, yeah, that's right. Very Figure true. it out, internet detective. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. They're coming. They're coming. And of course, you can always follow me at Chuddle the Brian with a... Why? Because fuck it on those places as well. And thanks for having hey, me here tonight. Um, I appreciate you guys bringing me on. And thank you. Oh, thank yeah, you always, for being here. Always. Thank you. Uh, it's my pleasure. Trust me. Uh, I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. It's... Uh... Uh. <laughs> Try to just get ahead of all of it. <laughs> uh, you're right. I was like, oh, I want to say it. I'm doing good. I I saw what did I see? Smile. I finally got around to seeing that, which I pleasantly oh, enjoyed. How was that? You yeah, pleasantly okay. enjoyed it. Nice. I pleasantly enjoyed it. Well, that's one of my favorite ways to enjoy things. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Apparently, that movie breached like 200 million in the box office. Really? Like something nuts. What? Like, yeah, domestic oh, or global? I think global. You talking global? Well, that, yeah, that sounds I, like I global. Think it have to be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I didn't it's think from it was all that those frowning thing. countries. I was just, I was mostly, I was kind of excited for it just to see what 
what they were doing with what the premise, what anything was going to be mm-hmm. about it. Cause, you know, all we saw was the little bit of marketing that you saw about yeah. it. And it's like, yeah. what is this going to be about? And I liked, I liked what they went. Um, I'm, I'd like for, you know, I'm curious for you guys to see it so that we can talk about it. There's like one kind of big comparison I want to make of it okay. to some other okay. things, but, but doing that would ruin anything about it. So uh, okay. like I said, enjoyed it. I would definitely recommend it to check it out for sure. What else I've been, yeah, I've been going and getting that 100% completion and getting that DLC done on Spider-Man. Ooh. So if you're following Hell along yeah. that, that, uh, you know, saga. If you're following right his now, journey there. Yeah. Journey I'm taking, I <laughs> yeah. mean, if you drop into the discord, realistically, every now and then I have gone on and just, you know, played the game and streamed it on discord. So you could watch, oh, you could jump cool. in and watch awesome. me swing. I'd around. watch that. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> and of course that discord is down below and any other information you could ever need about us, go to over to Chuttle the pod on Instagram and slasher. I know I was kind of setting us up for the website and I did that yeah. wrong. I, I got it. Uh, yeah. I didn't mean to, uh, don't forget why because uh, i gotta to f- go to that very real patreon of ours and you can get yes. all sorts of exclusive Chuddle the pod content including past episodes that are no longer available stickers special discord titles much more lately i mean i don't know if, i don't think you guys noticed this but maybe our patreon our, our patrons have i've i've when I've gotten to editing a video or not a video, an episode quicker, I've I've posted it a little bit sooner on the Patreon than I have with our actual, oh. you know, when it comes out. So there's a little exclusive you can nice. get over there. Nice. Early episodes, you know, full of our lovely Ooh. content. Figuring it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and speaking of Patreon, let's shout out to our, our awesome patrons, Travel Maxwell Travel. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I say roll with it. (laughs) Travis, Maxwell, Boone, the Witch Doctor of Doom, Paulich, the Ditch Witch, and the Horror Bag, mm, the Horror (laughs) Bandwagon, the Witchy Wish Dragon. You're all amazing and beautiful. Uh, in case you forget all this other information, you want to get to us, uh, you want to find us, you want to recommend us to friends family yeah. anyone get us out there that would be awesome you could always just send them over to chuddle the why for all the info they could ever need. <laughs> <laughs> hey i like that, that, that was fun. <laughs> that's like you know off the cuff but that might become part of the script so tonight as i said we're gonna do a creepy file we're gonna dive right into a cryptid Ooh. and it's a pretty fun Fun cryptid, love, and oh, we're gonna I love cryptids. Fantastic, because that's where we're taking it tonight. We're going down to West Virginia to so talk the, about the three little pictures. Three little pictures. Yeah, the crypt, cryptid. Crypt. Let's scratch that. Let's keep <laughs> pull that back. Take it right back to leading us out. <laughs> I love, I love that it's in West Virginia. I have fond memories of my trip. I've done, I've been that state once. And it was the most insane trip I've ever done in my life. Oh well, maybe we'll hear about that and much more. Stay tuned. After this quick break, Mothman. And we're back. Thank you so much to our kind sponsor for those lovely words of encouragement. As we said before the break, we're going to jump into our, our only main segment for the evening, and that's going to be a creepy file from me. So let's get into it. Around midnight on November 15th, 1966, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Millette two couples from Point Pleasant, West Virginia, are driving around what the locals called the TNT area. As the couples come over a small rise in the road by an old powerhouse building, Steve Millette exclaims to everyone to look at the thing in the road. A shadowy creature races off and around a corner of the powerhouse, while the couples remain baffled at what they just saw. Frightened, they decide to take off. That's when something chases them. It's time to close your eyes and open your mind as we soar into the creepy files. Yo, is that a Mothman? Is that what they found, or is this something else? <laughs> <laughs> something else. <laughs> this is a—it's a misdirect. What is the th- yeah? What is the yeah. thing in the road? So very interesting. I'm not that familiar with the Mothman. I think I probably saw the movie back whenever it came out, but I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. it, it it's a Mothman. I mean, yeah, <laughs> presumably it has a bunch of it's different. A man moth. There's different variations of what he's looked like, and you know, attitudes and thoughts and feelings on it and stuff oh, like that. Sure. Yeah. But um, first off, let's, I'm just gonna go ahead and acknowledge some sources that I pulled this from. Uh, a lot of this 
what I'm going to tell tonight is the story of the first account of the Mothman. And okay. we'll get into all the kind of other shit to it as well a little bit. Um, and that's being taken directly from the couple's these two couples police report that they filed a couple days later. I also pulled a lot of the info from the Mothman. There's a Mothman wiki and a Wikipedia. Plus there's a lot of really, there's a really good short documentary about it. I found it on YouTube, but it's a PBS thing. I guess there's a series called Monstrum Mothman America's notorious winged monster. And it was only, I want to say about 15, 20 minutes long. Uh, I recommend checking that out. That was a good kind of snapshot of everything. PBS. Here and then some. It's like NPR for TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not, yeah. You're not right. Ever. Which you ain't Ever. Wrong. Because, you know, that's, we can't just, that's going to be the new thing. Is that new lore? Sam's never right. Surprise. <laughs> Everything he's ever told you in his gnarly, real gnarly segment. Gotcha. <laughs> bullshit. He's just making that up. He's really good at making shit up. That's all improv. Before Movies, the start of each mysteries episode. Mysteries and bullshit. And bullshit. And bullshit. <laughs> With Sam. Uh, now, before we get back into our encounter, we can talk a little bit about the history of the area. Ooh. I'm sure you heard me mention something called the TNT area. Yes. So the TNT area is an old like munitions factory that was owned by the government during the big one, World War II. Um, There's a factory here that also had like, I think they say a hundred of these bunkers as well. These under these like dome igloo shaped bunkers placed throughout this like giant property and they were put there with like foliage trees grass meant to cover everything because it was just a munition site where they you know made ammo and bombs and rockets and all that shit for for the war and they tried to camouflage it just in case you know the war ever came over here came over here i get it or unless they're building mothman secretly oh Hmm. maybe maybe it's a perfect place to do it. Well, now once the war was over, this area is pretty much immediately decommissioned and ultimately sure it turned it into something called the McClintic, McClintic Wildlife Management Area, just a wildlife preserve and stuff like that. Yep. So, some years after this, they did find out that the munitions and some of the excess waste from the factory wasn't disposed of property properly. Surprise, mm-hmm. surprise, you know, oh, and seeped into what? yeah the water Wait, Brian, around Brian, the area. Tell- yeah, are you telling me that the government? Didn't do a real cleanup job and just be- no, <laughs> just kicked it over, threw it into the White what? River, Could- just threw some, just a little bit of dirt on it, like mm-hmm. it'll, it, it'll settle. Sprinkle a little bit of crack on it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my tax paying dollars wasting away on people cleaning shit up. Yeah. Okay, it's right. Yeah, just but fucking- what a wild. What a wild transition from a munitions factory to a wildlife preserve. Could you imagine working in that building? <laughs> like just or like that huge fact. That's gotta be insane. Well, yeah, I mean it just all ultimately is all decommissioned. You can like yeah, go you and sort of like grow over essentially. There's nothing really going on there now. The store- you can go there now. Can you go to these domes? Yeah. I and know. I wanna go. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a neat thing. And I'll I'll talk about it a little bit later towards the end. But yeah, it's all like for the most part, it seemed like you could just walk into any of them. There's sure, a lot of graffiti yeah. and shit. Yeah. All yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen a bunch of videos on YouTube of people going through them and stuff. Sure. Went down that rabbit hole for this. So that was a bit exploring. <laughs> so the story that we started with and are about to get back into is pretty much the big story that kicked off the whole Mothman craze, which led to more than 100 sightings being reported through the next 13 months. Now, I've oh, seen wow. numbers of people even exclaiming up to 200 sightings. Obviously, these will all vary depending on what. You know, it's considered real fact fiction, you know, plausible and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Next 13 months. There are some reports that came in after the fact of this initial sighting that claimed there was um, sightings before this story. But this is one that is most attributed as being like the first official sighting they kind of the made it famous or like it's what yes, started the craze exactly because without this the other ones that didn't that happened before didn't come forward some people a lot of places do credit this one story that happened the night before or a couple nights before on november 12th in clendenin west virginia which is i guess a couple miles away where five grave diggers were working at night and spotted some winged something floating and flying in the sky heading towards i guess the point pleasant area well here's a question for you guys if we let's say the three of us are camping or some shit and or we're whatever we're doing it's just the three of us and we see 
a cryptid of any kind. Okay. Do we file a police report? Do we come forward with it? Like, do we have any evidence? Especially us with this podcast. Like, I mean, I feel um, that's a good question. Honestly, well, what I would is, yeah. say I would say no. I don't know because I mean, like, well, I, I don't think, think because now we would file a police report. No, in the sixties. Where else do oh. you go in a small town, maybe? But like, I like, are you worried that people are going to think you're nuts for coming out and saying this? Like, are you worried about people that aren't going to believe you? <laughs> I, I mean, oof, that's a good question. It depends on how authentic do we, we, we think or we did see something. Yeah. We did. We, the three of us definitely did. saw something, but then there I is would, no evidence. There's no footprints. We, we weren't no able photos. to get any evidence, yeah. but we There's absolutely that. nothing. I mean, I'd we, say fuck we it. We experienced it. I would, you know, be like, you know. Are you calling the news? I mean, Why? think about how that phone call if, is going to go. No, if I had like evidence, <laughs> then yeah. But if it was like Bigfoot, like ran up to me and went, tag you and then just like ran away, and then all of yeah. us were like, "Oh my god, that happened!" I would that would just be something between the three of us, I guess. I don't know, like, it, like yeah, I don't know if there's three of us and it happens to us. I feel like if we all wanted to tell this story, I don't know. It's 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 an interesting proposition, not proposition, but a thought yeah. experiment here because I want to tell the story, but exactly like who would listen, who would believe it if we have yeah, absolutely right. zero evidence of anything. Totally. I mean, it's like take it for face value. There would be an audience for it, but I, that's the problem is that like even breaking into a cryptid audience, they want they'd want even some Proof. like right. Well, evidence. and it it speaks if anything to there may have been prior Mothman encounters, right? And pe- that people didn't you go wouldn't come tell another. And people. I mean, that was the big thing is that yeah. what what people talk about is they didn't come forward with it because who would believe them? And it wasn't until they saw this ultimately right. come from. Uh, oh, newspaper reports kind of that would spring it and everybody would start coming forward with it now i'll be telling the story through the lens of the people that experience it as told by the police reports with the couples involved and i'm going to try to pierce the story together from each of the reports so i think you'll understand it and basically one of the big things is that it was i believe a few days after the initial sighting that they filed the official report but each of their reports they were all separated and each report that they produced was very similar stories everything corroborated sure. cor- cor- corroborated uh with each corroborated. other corroborated co- i've been calling her crandall <laughs> okay so at this point we'll jump back into the story so what has happened now is that they've been driving around this, what they call the TNT area, as I mentioned. So it's all these abandoned buildings, there's factories, there's all these different bunkers around and everything. There's presumably toxic water. <laughs> yeah, it's just like God. a creepy ass site. But Three-eyed fish. People would, you know, obviously go into this, you know, old abandoned area. And in the 60s, presumably, you know, everyone's like, they're probably going out to smoke and drink and party. I didn't get a yeah. sense of their age, but drugs. they were, I would assume, married because they share same last names. So, yeah, unless there are siblings, it's two, a pair of siblings went out to party. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it could be. I didn't ever think of it that way. And I don't know if it, they all say couples. So I didn't think a couple okay. of siblings, but a couple of, yeah. there's what they meant, though. Yeah, they, they should have clarified it. So. So all this has gone happening. They, they see this creature and it kind of like jolts away. At this point, Roger uh, describes what they see as follows. It was in the shape of a man with wings. This thing stood about six feet tall with wings on its back. It was light gray in color with red eyes about two inches in diameter, six to eight inches apart. Linda goes on to say, I looked up and saw it go around the corner of the old powerhouse. It didn't run, but wobbled like it couldn't keep its balance. Its wings were spread just a little. We sat there a few seconds, then Roger took off. I kept yelling for him to hurry. We didn't even stop for the curves. We got out onto Route 62 and was coming down the road, and that thing was sitting on the second hill when you come into the first bad curves. Mary says... 
As we drove back toward town on Route 62, we saw this man with wings standing on a bank, but I could not see his head. And as soon as the lights hit the bank, you could see its eyes plainly, and it seemed to take off upward very fast. Well, we all saw that, and Roger, the driver, speeded down the road, and as we speeded down the road on the straight stretch at a speed of 100 or 100 mi 105 miles per hour, the thing glided over top of our car back and forth until we drove into the lights of the armory. The thing never once flew in front of our car. It seemed to be afraid of the lights. And then Linda also reported that I could hear the wings flapping as if to get more speed as it went up. We were all terrified and kept yelling for Roger to go faster. As we came into that straight stretch by the C.C. Lewis's farm, the thing was over our car again. Then it disappeared as we came into the lights by the C.C. Lewis's gates. We went on downtown and stopped at Dairyland and tried to decide what to do. We just sat there and looked at each other. Oh, that's this is them driving insane. out and this thing's just like they they claim to be going about 100 miles an hour or something down this like old road or something. And this thing's just gliding oh, by and just like hanging out. It is six to be going. I do that have that answer. I have to okay. look into my notes, but it is uh, stated. Well, one source seems to say it's a 57 Chevrolet Bel Air. Mm -hmm. I don't know much about cars, so I couldn't say what that could do or not. Legit. But <laughs> so, so that's what they're claiming to, you know, speeds. I feel like it was more like they felt like they were going 100 miles an hour type of thing. Sure. Than actually looking down and seeing what it was or thinking that's what it was. But yeah, this is this creature. I, I Googled it. It could go 128 miles an hour. Well, there we go. It could do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. I just have this. <laughs> All right. It's not accurate by any standpoint. I'm just picturing that some like 1960s mad scientist Cronenberg himself. And instead of turning into the fly, he turned into the Mothman. And every person he's trying to get, he's desperately trying to get help from. I, do, I like that theory. He's <laughs> like, please help me. Please help me. And like, kill just, me. Kill please. Someone. <laughs> I'm God. trying to drop in front of your car. Stop speeding up. Slow down a second. And then Slow hit me, down please. so you can murder me. <laughs> but they do say never once it went in front of the car. Because yeah. I was afraid was of the lights. Trying. I just couldn't get there. But uh, It was attracted to the lights, right? Or is it anti-Mothman? No, it's anti-Mothman. I was thinking it was a radioactive man that bit a moth. And the moth turned <laughs> into a <laughs> Oh, I like that option. Ooh. Reverse it. Flip it and reverse it. So, yeah. Um they they make their way down the road into more lights and ultimately closer to town and the mothman disappears and as we kind of mentioned before it seems like unlike regular moths the mothman is not attracted to light it's quite the opposite he yeah wants nothing to it. ah get away mothman's a real misnomer <laughs> <laughs> right it's yeah well we'll get into his name in a little bit of where all that kind of comes from he's here. like At hey this point, i didn't name like, me mothman you called me mothman <laughs> <laughs> well we'll see we'll see maybe he told maybe he contacted people i was like hey that's my name yeah. he, <laughs> at the end of this story they came back and found a mothman business card on their windshield wiper <laughs> the, the mothman <laughs> please kill 20 <laughs> please 20 percent off of please kill me <laughs> so they get out, they get to somewhere they feel relatively safe. They hang out for a moment and they're trying to figure out what to do next. Linda writes in a report. I wanted to go to the police, but Steve and Roger kept saying they'd just laugh at us. We talked about it a while and Roger and Steve wanted to go back up the road. Mary and I kept trying to talk them out of it. And finally, when we got to CC Lewis's gate, they decided they wouldn't want to go back up anymore. So they turned around. So they're making their way to go check it out again to be like, yeah. did what we see is real. As we were turning, we saw a big dead dog lying in the road. When we were almost turned around, this thing jumped and leaped over our car and went through the field and on the other side of the road. We decided to go to the police then and went down and around Tiny's drive-in looking for them. So... They're okay. Okay. turning around they, to leave again, and they notice uh, this that dog <laughs> on the road and this thing that jumps over the car and f flies off into now, the field. With all of with all of those things dominoing, I would totally go to the cops because that goes from like it followed us or like oh my gosh we saw this thing now we're away from it 
to now it's jumped over our car and it's been like I would go to the police, be like, this thing is now stalking us. Yeah, I mean, well, they went go- back to find it, right? So at this point, they did, and they were well, they were going back to look for it again, and they were like, no, let's just turn around. So they're heading back oh, into right. town, and this is when they when they're turning around yeah. to go back into town, is when they encounter it again. And yeah, I mean, like again, 1966, probably. I don't know. I feel like I. Still, Real there's no physical is, evidence of it, but I would still probably be pretty terrified enough that something was... Yeah. Well, I think the key difference is, like, you see it, and then you get away from it, but then in this one, it's now the second encounter is, like, I feel it like it's impending danger. And now maybe it's like, you see that, you say a dead animal, I guess there's some level of violence. Evidence. Yeah. Who knows what it right. came from type of thing. Oh, I'm just like a dead dog. Are you kidding me? Dude, I'm just thinking like a Jeepers Creepers kind of experience where it's like, I'll rather be, I mean, I still might get abducted and sucked out the window, but at least I'll have the armament of the police station to, uh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That didn't prove too well. Uh, Sam, what is the real question? The real question. That is a great question. What is the real question? <laughs> you don't remember. <laughs> Oh no! Sorry, Sam. <laughs> It'll come no to um, <laughs> So yeah, they head back into town. They go to a place called Tiny's Drive-In, and they go looking for help there. It did come back to me. The real question is that happens to us. We go back into the town to a cafe to sort of mull it over. Are we going back out there to find it again? After this point, after the second, it um. Well, after the first encounter, right? After they the go first to a cafe. And then they're like, you know what, let's go see if we can find it. Then they change their mind to head back. But the initial, like, we go and hang out for a minute and we're like, should we go back? Like, I mean, I think I, I, I feel would. like I would. Yeah. yeah. Because at that point, I'd be like, I feel like have Ross to try to get some sort of evidence. Yeah. Right? I would probably call it a night. I'd be like, you know, we can go back up there tomorrow. I feel no, like come on, be Ross. Like, you guys go. We'll and I'd be like, like, come on, right. Ross. I'd be, I'd be the, like, the, uh, all right. Okay. All right. Let's do it. All right, yeah, we just have to like. All right, good. Po- we'll we'll have our cameras out. You be the driver. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can yeah, do. I'll be you the you can control a uh, beef cam. Attach- <laughs> <laughs> it's a beef jerky cam. Leave here, that. Mothy, and, um, here, mothy, mothy, mothy. Here, mothy, mothy. As we um, as they're sitting in the drive-in, they uh, talk to someone by the name of Gary, who's there. Maybe he works there, owns it. I didn't get a clear sense of it from the report. Uh, they ask him for help and to call the police. Uh, he immediately asks if they've been out drinking because <laughs> <laughs> they're all like terrified and frantic saying like this crazy thing has been flying around and buzzing our car and shit. And he's like, you guys been out by the, uh, you know, old TNT area drinking again. I mean, I assume yeah. that's probably what people did a lot of you, right? uh, you kids drinking antifreeze out there again. Yeah. Huff, they were. huff and paint to the, which they reply. They have not. Uh, Gary then calls the police. Uh, he's like, all right, I'll call the cops. And the couples decide to head back up the road to wait for him. This is where it gets a little bit weird of like, they could do this little bit of back and forth when they're waiting for the cops here and like, kind of like inching their way towards like the site, but like this thing weird, whatever Mary goes and writes, as we were driving up the road, we saw it again in a field and it came up behind us. And when Gary's lights could be seen behind us, the thing left again. And we turned at the traffic circle and went back. So it sounds like Gary's following them in his car. And they're going up to wait for the cops. They see the thing again. And then the thing flies up when Gary's car comes up behind them. Oh, and they're like, fuck that. This thing keeps coming around. So they turn around one more time. So they say, screw it. Let's head back to the drive-in. They get into the car with Gary. And this is when they all go together and want to meet up with Deputy Millard Halstead is his name. So did Gary see it? I don't think so. It doesn't sound like Gary saw it this time time or in that last instance oh. it seemed like when he was coming up his lights shined it and it flew away some it but it didn't specifically say i don't have a report from gary and they don't say if he saw it i think gary might have seen something at this point i feel like the mothman's like these guys are fucking gay how many times <laughs> oh, 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 oh there get out of here <laughs> like, hey, like jesus christ i'm trying to sleep i like, I like your scooby-doo villain persona for the mothman <laughs> how am i supposed to get in this gold mine with all these damn kids around here yeah, it's like these goddamn lights again it's the same pair of lights oh my god i heard you alternate thing the ammunitions depot was a second fort knox 
and the Mothman is just a dude in a mask trying to get through that vault. Yeah, that's exactly. Most likely, I mean, spoiler alert, but we'll get into it. I mean, I have the answer who he is. I have his oh, name and his shit. address, and he's been convicted. <laughs> After this part, uh, Linda reported. We finally found Miller Halstead and got with him and went to the powerhouse building. So they go back out to where it was, but with the cop this time. Okay. We sat there with our lights out for about 15 or 20 minutes when I heard that squeaking sound like a mouse, only a lot stronger. The shadow went across the building over the hill across from us. Mary and I saw the red eyes then and told Millard. He shined the lights right on them without being told where they were. We saw dust coming from the ground or somewhere or somewhere as Millard moved the spotlight (laughs) around. We finally left and came to the trailer. So basically what happened here is that they go out there. They didn't, she saw, they saw the eyes some more. And when the, the cop panned over, they basically saw like, yeah, they, he must've zipped out. They just saw like dust cloud underneath there or somewhere. Right. (laughs) <laughs> or somewhere so that's how pretty much the first night ends uh the mallets were too frightened to go to their own home so they go and stay with the scarberries at their trailer uh where they say they turn on all the lights and stay up all night and they're just freaking about the mothman yeah they're the ones that named them the mothman that's why they don't they wrong. don't they're not credited right. as claim uh, as the ones that named him but i wonder if you know they're sitting there that night what they're what do, do they, they think they start as? calling it something? something exactly yeah. they probably called it bird thing yeah the gas the wings look like have we got a description of the wings are yeah. they like bird wings bat wings moth wings they're typically described as more batty looking okay. wings oh, okay. less moth looking which is surprising, sure. but yeah, his his body type is really weird in description. Bats sometimes. don't like lights, so yeah. uh, maybe uh, this is a weird dealing a with a bad person bat. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go with ghastly glider. Ooh, I'm gonna go with fright boy. Ooh, <laughs> he's not Ooh, an fright adult boy. yet. The next day, they decide to go back to the building and see if they could find any traces of what they saw. But in the daytime, Uh, Steve was by himself when he was near this area with a bunch of boilers. When he came running around the corner, claiming to have seen the creature once again, he apparently opened and looked into it like one of the boiler room areas (laughs) and saw it (laughs) exactly (laughs) and ran out. It's just he just barges in on this thing's apartment. Mothman just keeps getting bugged by these fucking people and he's just trying to chill the fuck out. I'm trying to take a shit. (laughs) It's like, oh my god, I'm sh- close the door, close the door, occupied, okay. <laughs> except it just like <laughs> that. That's my Mothman noise. I'll I'll ask you guys what you feel like the Mothman sounds like. Stay tuned for what the Mothman sounds like, according to Sam and Ross as well. Ooh, keep listening. Don't go. Don't leave us. Don't, don't go anywhere. <laughs> The next night, the Mothman was seen once again at a neighbor's house, like flying around or something like that. So the couples decided to head over there. Uh, Steve and Roger and a few others decided to go out looking for the creature while the Linda and Mary stayed behind in the house with some of the other people. Mm. Linda claims to have seen it flying through the trees while they were on the ride up to the neighbors, at least that night. And But when the team searched around the house, they found like a, like a hooved for- footprint, but nothing else really hooved hooves yeah yeah i mean that could be just deer mary continues her report with the following the next day was thursday and we went back with the tv reporters and all the men looked in the building and came back to talk with us when they heard a clang in the building and went back to investigate the noise and one of the doors of the boilers had been opened that evening we all went back The reporters from the messenger went up. While they were all looking at the building, Linda saw the eyes in the field. And Mrs. Heyer also saw the eyes. On the way home, right before we got to the Point Pleasant Resort, I saw it better than I had ever saw it before. I could see the complete outline of it and the eyes, but I could not any head. (laughs) So she couldn't see like any like, you know, discernible head to the creature. 
It's always just oh, like so kind of like, like this, so like, or it's kind of weird shape, but these like, yeah, almost like, yeah, it feels like a stumpy looking head type thing into its oh, shoulders like a no and body. But yeah, and like some yeah. big old red like eyes its on it. its top yeah. of its chest. Red eyes. Yeah, so at this point, they're like going back up. They have TV reporters. The news is starting to get involved. They've made their, the newspaper has come out about this and it's, and it's starting to become a, a little bit of a thing. Uh, she's also, she continues, that time was the most frightening time I had ever saw this. When you see something like this, you know you will never forget it. At night you wonder where this man-like creature is, and it is all I seem to think about. And when we go somewhere, I can feel someone laughing at me. And I could be in a crowd and hear people say, well, there they are all liquored up, and God knows we were not. But all I have heard and seen is news reporters and telephones. I do think I would feel better if a minister would come and talk to us and try to help us get over this fear. There's not been a minister to call us out of all of our phone calls and even try to get in touch with us. So she's uh, pretty much explaining, you know, we've been we're just now, yeah, getting ridiculed around town for this. Exactly. And nobody's, everyone's just calling you ridiculed. We can't even get even, a priest. We yeah, can't even get a priest with us. To not even, like, joke at us. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's my, that would be my big concern as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, uh, the fact that they're so scared, though, is interesting because they've encountered it a good amount of times at this point, right? And it hasn't like tried to harm them it's just been around yeah and they kind of jumping have over this... cars flying nearby it, totally, it seems to give them like this lingering sense man. of dread and fear is what they they it emanates ex- that i mean it, the, the people who encounter they're afraid it, of what they don't understand well eventually that's what comes out is that people that are encountering this thing are left with this overwhelming sense of dread and fear after it just not sure why yeah. Not necessarily that they're scared of the thing. They just kind of feel this overwhelming sense. Uh, Linda also finishes her report similar to Mary's. She says, At no time did this thing fly at us from in front of the car. It stayed over the back end of the car while it was chasing us. It seemed to be afraid of lights, but I read in the paper today that it has been seen in the daytime in town. That I don't understand. The prints we found at C.C. Lewis's gate and at both the powerhouses and at the Thomas's, they looked like two horseshoes put together, but they're smooth. I know people are laughing at us, but it's no laughing matter. We'll never forget this thing. It has affected our lives in many ways. I am keeping going on nerve and sleeping pills. When it gets dark, I feel the fear creeping over me. When I go any place, I automatically look up and out the windows. I'm afraid to sleep at night, so I lay awake sometimes, crying with fear. When I do sleep or go to bed, the lights burn all night. Even in the daylight, I'm afraid to be by myself. I walk around in my own house, expecting to see that thing. I close my eyes, day or night, and I can see those red, fiery eyes staring at me. Every little noise scares me to death. I can stand in a crowd and hear people talking about us and laughing. People have said we're probably liquored up, but we were not. They go there expecting to see it, but when they don't, they say they don't believe us. We have seen it, so we know what to look for, and we are constantly looking. Not because we want to see it, but because we're afraid we'll see it again. Out of all the phone calls we've gotten, not one minister has called to help us out or try to explain what it is. <laughs> we all agree we'd like to talk to a minister about it, but no one takes us that serious. One minister even laughed and said they'd finally run the devil out of their church, and that's what we saw. We've been harassed and laughed at and called crazy. We just can't go up there and hand it to people on a silver platter like they seem to want us to do. We're never really going to get over our fear until we find out for sure what this thing is. I know I'll never forget it. I don't think anyone else can who has seen it. So that's kind of where all the, the of these initial reports for this first night. And, yeah. and like the little bit of the few days after, because like I said, this report was a few days after that, because they actually go to the newspaper as well uh, the next day, which is what kind of spawns the whole wave of everything. Interesting. This would be a more interesting Mothman uh, story, like about how these people got ridiculed and ostracized after mm-hmm. this very <laughs> real experience for them. Yeah. Like to be that mean about it is 
crazy. What, a, what an interesting <laughs> precursor because the first people to see it, and then when this thing pops off, you said there's over 120 different sightings of this thing? Over 100, up to 200 okay. people have claimed. Oh, wow. Yeah. In a 13-month period, so I'm really curious why it drops off so abruptly. Like, it, it Mothman lifespan. We'll get there. <laughs> so all this leads to their story being published in the local paper with the headline, Couple sees man-sized bird, creature, something. And this story is what gets John Keel to come and investigate. John Keel is the author of the book, The Mothman Prophecies, which I'm oh. sure you've heard that name. And yes. Keel spent a lot it, of time. Is that what the movie was called? Yes. yes. And the movie okay. is based on the book. And Okay. They're, yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> Kill spent a lot of time compiling all the different eyewitness interviews and, and put a lot of stuff together. But the book, and I've read it, it spends a lot of time talking about UFOs and Men in Black. As opposed oh, to, like, oh. he has this big connection to a lot of UFO and a lot of Men in Black scene in the area. Sure. Uh, during Makes sense because all that military stuff exactly. that was there supposedly yeah. decommissioned. So for the next 13 months, we get over a hundred other encounters with the supposed Mothman. Descriptions all vary, but they tend to be a, some sort of humanoid winged creature. One of the big things witnesses report is that they all felt a sense of dread or doom after their encounters, which ultimately leads us to December 15th, 1967. Up to and including this day, people reported seeing the Mothman. Then during rush hour traffic, a single eye beam cracked, setting off a chain of events that led to the tragic destruction of the Silver Bridge where 46 people lost their lives. After this event, Mothman sightings ceased for a while. So the the idea that starts to spawn from this is that the Mothman has, is either a bringer of doom and destruction and then just goes mm -hmm. away after this has happened or is uh, a war like or for kind of, I don't know, warn people that bad yeah. things are coming or is attracted to it. But that's the the whole idea behind like the Mothman prophecies and all that stuff is okay. that it was all leading up to this like destruction. The of doom. Exactly. The book and the Richard Gere movie of the same name uh, brought a lot of attention to the legend of the Mothman. And since the initial sightings, there have been reports from all around the country and the world of Mothman-like creatures. Uh, he's always, I keep calling him a he, you know, obviously we don't know what a Mothman is, but uh, he always seems you to show up. You probably call him a he because Mothman uh, man is in his it's in his name, name. yeah <laughs> but um, he always seems to show up around horrible events, the, uh, even being reported have been seen when the twin tellers fell on 9-11 in the like the twin tellers the, the twin tellers <laughs> the pen and tellers the, the little guys it was two <clears throat> little guys from yeah the twin towers on 9-11 oh. i was just i was, was just gonna guy? ask about that yeah it's um, all over the place wherever bad things happen which leads me to what do people think about the mothman so there's all different like theories about what it could or couldn't be you know what skeptics say, what believers say, and all that kind of fun stuff. So there's obviously like, you know, he's this moth humanoid winged yeah. creature type thing, bad evil bringer of doom and dread. And he is like, if he's around, he's actually causing all these bad things oh, to happen. Oh. What if he's a really nice, what if he's like a really nice guy, but he just emanates terrible stuff around him? We're just like, please, please help me. No, no. Okay. It's I'm fine. sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. I tried live in the woods. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I kind of, I, I mean, that's kind of how I think of him. Other people think maybe he's an alien, mm -hmm. obviously tied to that interdimensional being or something like other cryptids. Yeah, what if believe. he's a time traveler and he's trying yeah. to stop all these things from happening Ooh. and he doesn't? And the times yeah. he's successful, you don't hear about him. That's very true. There's other things like a theory that bad things just follow him as opposed to sure. him bringing those. And there's, uh, you know, he's actually there to warn of bad things to come. I like to think that he's just like, like these events or all this bad stuff is just going to happen. And for whatever reason, well, not for he's attracted to him like a moth to a flame. 
Yeah. Like, oh, that's what he's attracted uh, to. And he's just like, yeah, like can't help nice. it. He's not a bad guy and he doesn't want to hurt right. anyone, but he can't help not yeah. like being attracted to like these bad events. Tragedy. It reminds mm-hmm. me of um God, the creatures in Odd Thomas that like congregate around bad things before they yes. happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. I like that. I like that a lot. Now, of course. There are skeptics out there that don't believe in the Mothman. The most popular explanations for the sighting are either sandhill cranes or barred owls. Uh, okay. I believe you know what a sandhill crane like. You're probably oh, I see them all them. the fucking time. Exactly. <laughs> so they're big bird creatures. They can have a wingspan up to about six feet or so. Um, they're very loud. They have red around their head. Yeah, uh, they look like yeah. a big bird, though. Like exactly. I wouldn't be like, yeah, I wouldn't, knowing what a sandhill crane looks like and knowing them in the area, I wouldn't mistake that for, and be like, oh my God, that's a moth, <laughs> man. But what if a sandhill crane accidentally got into a meth supply somewhere in the West Virginia hills, and then that's how he could glide 105 miles an hour? Well, there you go. There you go. Because a fun theory is that it could be some sort of mutated version of one of these animals due to the toxic runoff of the factories. It's, oh, it's weird. Exactly. Sandhill crane, owl, person that fell in Man there met. and bit a moth. Yeah. Ooh, it's like a sky chud. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. well we don't in know if way. it's cannibalistic. Uh, oh, it is humanoid. True. But it's, just it's not interned. underground, though. <laughs> overground. 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 A chad. Exactly. It's a, a chad. Ch- chod. 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 <laughs> <laughs> overground dweller yeah um that that's definitely a fun one so yeah these are all different you know what what could it be but like i said i think the biggest what, which skeptic- one did you say you like brian how, how I, do you I, like I, to think you're a mothman yeah. as like a mothman as this humanoid mothy type creature kind of cute and fuzzy oh okay. yeah no he's a nice guy that like just like exactly like he's attracted to the tragedy but he doesn't cause it mm-hmm. he doesn't want to be around he is like a warner a warner a warning system because there is yes. even a report i believe that people say it was some other country but like there's people working in a mine and they claim to have seen at the entrance the mothman with his two glowing red eyes so they immediately like, evacuated fuck out of here. they all got yeah. out of there and an hour later like the mine collapsed or something ridiculous yeah, so. see that's my mothman too he's a good guy but he is scary as shit looking he's not cute looking mine. yeah like, yeah people no. are scared of him for a reason I like that version uh, too. Like, a, like yeah. a badass looking, like scary looking, but he's not a bad guy. Yeah, but he's like, I, I mean, whatever gets you out of here, go. <laughs> so it's kind of like the fly and quantum leap had a baby. He's just correcting mm-hmm. wrongs. Mm-hmm. Okay. And her story doesn't really end here. Um, obviously, there's all those other sightings that led up to the the tragedy on the bridge, and then eventually more started coming back into the region again. But um, there's actually a string of about 20 plus sightings from April to July in 2017 in Chicago, of all places, where a humanoid winged creature was spotted flying around for like this. Uh. So they, you know, dubbed that. They were just like, hey, could the Mothman be over in Chicago? Uh, there was no huge tragedy that kind of surrounded okay, that event so ask. there was nothing really so he was successful exactly um, whatever was going that's to why happen, he was only there for six weeks yeah and then he was out it worked he gives himself 13 months to try and stop it <laughs> and if he doesn't do it after 13 months i'm out well there's even reports of like there there is a photo of what looks like and you that he was on the bridge the day that it collapsed and everything maybe he was up there trying like, to be I'm like telling you, get look the fuck right out of here. here there's a crack in this thing get the hell out of here hey i'm big and scary get away yeah. <laughs> one of the other things i really like is that and the reports and some of the things that i see in People have said that he's never harmed a human. He's always just like flown by and like hovered right. around and all this stuff. There is one story out there that someone, one woman claims that the Mothman tried to steal their baby and she had to what? fight him off. Um, so was I don't. It, was it an evil baby? <laughs> it, it, hmm. it was Hitler. That was Hitler's mom. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. How do you picture your Mothman, Ross? What kind of Mothman do you like? Uh, you know, the strong and silent type. <laughs> I don't know. I really do like the idea of, like, nerd Mothman. Like, just this, like, feeble, like, uh, uh, hi, um, okay, hi, uh, guys, okay, could you, uh, guys, please. And then just him kind of, like, desperately trying to warn people. But Oh, so he does yeah. warn people, your Mothman, he's a good totally. guy? But more like Filbert from like Rocco's Modern Life, like that level of like mm-hmm. incompetence. 
Yes. <laughs> Social in- incompetence. Yeah. Social incompetence. Like, he's there to do a good job. He just doesn't do a very good job while he's there. I like it. And we definitely want to hear your versions of the Mothman, too. Uh, we haven't even talked about, I mean, we kind of did how he got his name. Uh, one person actually talked to the creature and he introduced oh. himself as Henry the Mothman Stevens. Uh, so that's, that's not true at all. Uh, <laughs> it was actually from a newspaper article uh, early on that called the creature the Mothman. And a lot of people credit that due to the fact that Batman was incredibly popular at the time. So they got the idea from there, which led me to believe that, like you see in a lot of the movies, how supervillains and superheroes get their names from the newspaper calling them something. I'm like, I guess that's yeah. true. We yeah. got the both, man. I mean, if that was... Uh, <laughs> That's how, yeah. uh, like, serial killers get their nicknames yeah. if they yeah, have a name. Yeah, The Mothman has made his way into popular culture and our hearts for a long time now. And one of the yeah. big ways he is celebrated is with the yearly Mothman Festival in Point Pleasant every September. The Plus. town also has the world's only mothman museum and there's a pretty sweet metal mothman sculpture in the town as well that's it's, amazing it's, it's awesome looking yeah it's scary but like dope and menacing like, yeah cool it's 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 really cool i'll i'll show you guys and we'll throw up a picture put it in the discord sure. there's yeah. some other really cool uh pictures out there but the two notable things about the sculpture is that it has a sweet six-pack abs and really tight buns so nice. look out for that when we when, when we show you I'm also a big fan of the Fallout games. I don't know if you guys play. I mean, mm-hmm. Ross probably. I know you do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, one of the newer ones, Fallout '76, came out, and that takes place in West Virginia. And Point Pleasant is a place you can visit, and the Mothman is a creature and a character in the game. And there's what? actually a part in the game where you can go and summon the Mothman by bringing an offering to the statue, and the offering is usually a can of beans. So during the <laughs> festival, throughout the day, cans of beans will start piling up Showing around the up statue the festival. Oh my God, <laughs> because people amazing. are making their offerings because yeah they they the festival in the town obviously fully supports this it right. brings in like great tourists. more than yeah, yeah they make a lot of money and everything to keep them surviving <laughs> more or less yeah. from this from everything right. it brings in so they have fallout uh like cosplayers and like all sorts <laughs> of different amazing. things mothman cosplaying it's it's a lot of fun shit so um, many beans yes and that's i mean that's kind of it, more or less. I mean, that's how the Mothman all started. There's all these different stories you can look at. If you read the Mothman prophecies, you're going to read a lot about UFOs and, and, you know, Men in Black and all this other really weird shit. John Keel really <laughs> yeah. believed in a lot of stuff. He calls, like, a lot of stuff bullshit and hoaxes, but then he's also like, but it's definitely true, the stuff that's real. So th- <laughs> right. there's a lot pertaining to that out there. Yeah. But it's fun. I-, I-, I had a fun time diving into this little creature because I always knew about him, but didn't know much. Yeah. And, you know, it's obviously, like I said, you can go out to those bunkers um, pretty freely. Still it there. seems like. Yeah. And they're mostly filled with um, graffiti. And if I guess if you go to the right one, maybe you'll find a Mothman. A Mothman taking a shit. Yeah, exactly. Check the boiler rooms. Knock, Check the boiler knock room. first. Knock first. Yeah, exactly. Offer TP. Surprise him. Uh, and, maybe we'll and... see something that says Mothman was here. We'll like <laughs> he was here. Oh, there's a lot of graffiti in there. Some some says the Mothman is real. So uh-huh. there's your proof. He he actually did that. But the festival said, sounds. It said there's one that said I'm real. Signed the Mothman. <laughs> the Mothman. <laughs> And that way, I mean, if there isn't, well, we'll leave there will a can be. of paint there for him to put in yes. there for sure. All right. So we're going to go ahead and take one more quick break before we come in with our final segment of the evening. Mothman. And we're back. Thank you so much to our awesome sponsor for those lovely words of encouragement and praise. And I don't know. Fuck him. What Fuck else play. are Fuck. we doing tonight? Yeah. We're answering some questions that we're going to ask each other. And I got one yeah. for you all. Do you have nice. one for me? I hope you do. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and start with Ross. Why not? Fuck it. Awesome. Okay. So since this is a cryptic episode, is there is there one of these guys that you'd like to meet? Like, obviously, there's some that are like in equal in date. And yeah, if the, yeah, is there in like is there like a uh, do you have like an MVP of cryptids? It's like so the the one that you would want to meet over the others. Bigfoot, obviously, right? Yeah, I think. I, <laughs> isn't that all our answers? Yeah, right. Oh, no, but you know what's weird? I mean, mine's in the same vein. A yeti. I just yetis are. I don't know. Mm. Bigfoots are awesome, but yetis I feel are more like. Weirder? I want to meet of any bigfoot. I want to meet bigfoot. 
the Bigfoot. <laughs> like Harry from Harry and the Hendersons, the Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, that was uneventful. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, I and I, I would meet any Bigfoot would still be yeah. number yeah. one on my list before. Yeah, I mean, I what else? A Mothman for sure. A Bunny Man. Yeah, I like um, <laughs> a Bunny Man. No, I mean, like, I mean, it would be interesting. I don't know if the to Bunny Man's Mothman. a cryptid. <laughs> yeah. I just don't like the residual. Um, impending doom and dread that you have exactly is it, is it even if he's a good guy it's still like a bad yeah, feeling right sucks. that's actually a really good question did they say how long that lasted how that like the doom and dread lasted in them and did it ever go away or was it just like i'm now not like positive a... that would okay. suck yeah if it just stays it's forever. like permanent oh, now we was... don't consider aliens to be cryptids right i don't no, no. a lot of people consider some cryptids to be aliens got it yep yeah which moth power would you choose? <laughs> moth wings, which would grant you flight. What we'll call moth hands, which would be like the ability to stick to walls. Uh, okay. okay. Like a moth would. Uh, moth eyes, the ability to see a whole lot more shit. Because, you know, obviously they have big old eyes. They can see yeah. compound eyes. They can see ultralight, ultraviolet light and all that oh, kind of stuff. Oh, new okay. colors. What we'll call moth body hair. Uh, because they have this hair on their body, it absorbs sound, so it allows you to move like all stealthily. So you could be like, we're gonna call that power of being able to be like super quiet and moving cool. around. And then moth camo, which is the ability to be good at camouflage, but like one thing, because you know how some moths look like another yes. thing. So you have the ability <laughs> to camo thing. yourself as like one really good thing. Uh, so that's your your choices there. Oh, man. <laughs> um. Do I physically, like, so if I have wings, I have big wings. If I have eyes, I have these big moth eyes. Whatever I pick, I'm going to look this way, or I just have those abilities. I mean, I just thought of them as having these abilities. I mean, if you okay. want to have the, the physical attributes, you can. Well, I don't. It, it makes it. I, I, feel I might like... want the wings <laughs> for the flight. That could be fun to have wings, maybe. But maybe they fold, it, like they wings. compact so it could like fit to your back or something like that. Yeah. Wings seem like a real, real mess. They're going to take up so much space. No, but they can like fold and flap around. I, I know what you're saying. Can you wear clothes? Yes. Yeah. You can, yeah, especially everything tailored. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they have those like rip away, like jogging pants. He'll just have rip away shirts. And your so wings are be... feathered, right? It's like your human skin is the wings. Oh no! I was ex- I was imagining like, like moth, moth wings. Wings. Okay. Like I guess because like right, a human we're skin about a real wing. Moth. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like bat wings, like with the moth. <laughs> I was he's just thinking you, nice, like, like kind of colorfulish moth wings. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh man. Um. I honestly, my first inclination, because I'm already built like a shag carpet, would just be the body hair, because I would just look the same. Body You're a creep. Hair. You want to sneak everywhere. Sneaky, 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 creep. sneaky, sneaky. Although the vision would be amazing. That would be vision so cool is what have. I would do, but I don't yeah. want to have big bug eyes. You don't but want I to. Want... <clears throat> okay, cool. Yeah, because then you can see other colors and shit. The, the yeah. spectrum of the rainbow, all those things you said are just colors that we can't see, man. You no, see man. the color of the sun, baby. Oh. Exactly. The real colors. All right. So then we're going to finish this all off with Sam tonight. What do you right? No, Ross, Sam. Who asked us what? Yeah. Sam, finish this Sam. all off. Yeah, Sam. Uh, Mothman. Forget Mothman prophecies. Just Got there's it. a new Mothman movie. Can okay. be any style movie. Could be a documentary on what we just learned about. It could be uh disney movie whatever you want what kind of mothman movie do you want and you can get specific in details if you like with directors and actors and whatnot shit i'll start um i think i would do a mothman oh man all right i'm doing christopher nolan's mothman and Hmm. okay with what's his name scarecrow the guy from 28 days later i'm blanking on his name yes yeah he's the mothman so you don't really he you never it's all cgi mothman though actually it's all practical that he has to wear (laughs) (laughs) but it's all body work um and it's uh like three hour drama about 
what is this doom that's coming, but also like he, what is the Mothman? And it turns out he is there to help. Um, but turns out the Mothman was inside our leading actor the whole time. And that oh. actor is Idris Elba, because I watched Beast today. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So I'm not sure I would really enjoy this movie. I'd like to see it once, yeah. but it's not like I'm making my favorite movie. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with, let's say, I'm going to make, it's an animated, like a claymation type thing. Okay. Tim Burton's Ooh. doing it. Uh, yeah it's gonna be like a fun little whimsical story of the mothman is it gonna be a musical he's gonna be a younger mothman and he's yeah it's gonna have music in it but not coming of is it a coming of age mothman it sure is a coming of age mothman story oh is he um, so is he in school with like other moth people and other other cryptids (laughs) (laughs) yes there are other moth people in there but it's all other like classes of cryptids uh starring tom holland as oh, our ooh. lovable yeah <laughs> ter- moth terry, <laughs> terry moth boy <laughs> that's um, awesome yeah exactly uh i think that that that'll be good that'll be good i think that would Shit. be good oh man okay i would do a oh okay i would do like a chinatown crime noir style film about the events leading up to the bridge collapse but the main investigator is daniel day lewis and mm-hmm. everyone he interviews has a different interpretation of the mothman so you see mm-hmm. like eight or nine different mothmen throughout the film so you're not really sure what or if like what it what it looks like it can That's be great. an anthology movie Oh, in each story oh. he goes to interview yes. with a different because I love man. anthologies. Shit, yeah. yes, okay. And it's yeah. all tied together by the frame story of this noir. Yeah, yes, yeah. I could call Ooh. it the Mothman reports. <laughs> I think Those we got some good, good movies here. Well, yeah, Sam yeah. doesn't care about the one he made. But... <laughs> <laughs> I I figured I should say one to give you guys a minute to think about it. So it just that's what <laughs> I came up you. with. <laughs> I hadn't thought about it previously. Same way the question arose. <laughs> all right. So I think we will definitely want to hear your answers to all those. And we're going to finish this all off with a question from Reddit just to, you know, get that in here. Oh, yeah. Not? Classic. You have Classic. the ability to make anyone either fall in love with you or make anyone scared of you. What is your choice? Scared. I, me too. I'm going with scared as well. Yeah. I feel like scared is a better option than fall in love. Cause that gets, that can get pretty intense. Like very that, fast. That gets into and there's no way of turning that off. Consent right? stuff. Well, right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. There's no way to make them fall out of love with you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, it's the ability. Yeah. I guess that's true. Like once you make them fall in love, you can't make them not anymore. Yeah. Right. I don't know. So I feel like the scared you could use sparingly and be, mm-hmm. yeah. I like okay. scared. Well, scared's a good defense mechanism. When it comes to survival, exactly. it'd be better to make somebody <laughs> scared of you than love you. Exactly. 2.9 thousand votes on this one, and we are voting to make anyone fear you. <laughs> of course not. Yeah. 2.7 thousand went for make anyone love you, while 849 made anyone fear you. It's because it's all a bunch of lonely boys. <laughs> hear that reddit we're coming out wow, shots fired reddit yeah lonely boys of reddit come at us hit us up on our socials hit sam up specifically at shuttle the <laughs> sam or at shuttle the pod uh hit uh yep. ross at shuttle the ross me at shuttle the brian with a why because fudge it on instagram and yeah. slasher as well and all of us at shuttle the pod on both of those places realistically one of the best places you can get at us where we have the most engagement and the most fun time is down in our discord look for the link Mm -hmm. down for that below where you can easily jump right into there we have all sorts of different fun server channels talking about movies music history mystery all the kind of good stuff that we always have going forward we got a club in there we can't talk about it but you'll want to be a part of it so jump into the discord and join us for sure have a good time. Past guests uh, and fans of the show are in there. So it's it's definitely a lot of fun. Jump over to our very real Patreon, as we mentioned before, where you can go all those cool things and you might even get a witchy little name after you're, uh, you join. Right. Ex- apparently we're exclusive. doing that now. Yeah. Exclusive. Turns out and, we're starting a coven. Yep. 
that's that's what we're doing and we love it and you love it too and thank you so much to everyone who has supported us in any way along the way you know just listening is the best thing that you can do for us and spread us around to your friends family let the world know of Chuddle the pod rate and review us that really helps us too i mean that's some of the best ways that you can like just yeah. easily help us rate review yeah is awesome rate, review, and then friends. if you forget any of this information you just go over to Chuddle the pod why for all the information you could ever need <laughs> and until next time it's been why the dolphin that they've been playing with has a massive erect penis i will finish us all off uh, time for chuddle i get sucked off screen the dolphin that they've been playing with has a massive erect penis. The dolphin that they've been playing with has a massive erect penis. Why? I say I'd rather be skin on skin than on the fur. I have a really terrible story. We'll be waiting. <laughs> <laughs>